Hey guys, did you miss us? We miss you too. Um, but we're back. What's up, everyone? Anthony, say it to the people. Morning. Um, it actually, well, no, it's not morning. Um, but at least it's daytime. So listen, this is afternoon. We're recording, and things get weird when we're recording afternoon. So like, we're going to talk about free agency and Kevin Durant. So when Kevin Durant gets traded to like the Pacers during this podcast, and you hear a scream, just just be ready because that tends to happen. Um, could you imagine? Um, anyway, so guys, um, we we don't we don't have a lot of topics, but we have a lot of interesting topics. Or we're gonna we're gonna talk about the finals because we you know missed out on that. Um, this this might be our last podcast because I might you know. Uh, <laughs> and we're gonna talk about uh, KD free agency, and we're gonna talk about. My team got a new quarterback, but we'll talk about that later. Anyway, Anthony, um, and I'm and I'm not asking you this in like a me being a jerk way or anything like that. No, yeah, I don't believe you, but it's okay. Um, no, I mean I'm a, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm gonna get mine. I'm gonna get mine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> how do you feel about the finals? What are your What are your takeaway from the, the NBA? What the finals? The the NBA finals, like the, the. So I don't know if you know Wimbledon, but, like. No, no. So the so the Celtics from Boston, they played a team from mm-hmm. Golden State, and Curry, um, second best shooting guard of all time. Now he's in the top ten. Uh, he he did a thing. Yeah. And how you feel about that? I mean, um, he had to have like no stars on his team for him to finally get an Finals MVP. So that's kind of interesting. Um, We're coming out the gate hot. <laughs> 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 yeah i mean like i guess like who else were you gonna give it to i mean andrew wiggins i i bro like game three i was like man andrew wiggins is gonna win finals mvp <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine and he should have he should have <laughs> he, he listen he was the most consistent player through the series he was the most consistent but curry is like I mean, the man had a game where he didn't hit a three, and y'all still had to guard him as if he had hit ten threes. And Man, that's what happens. That I mean, and that in and of itself is just kind of like wild. Um, so just random rapid fire questions: Will the Celtics be back here, and how, and and if they will be back in the finals, will it be next year, or how long will it take for them to get back in the finals? Um. The Celtics are never going to the finals again. Okay, I would be happy with that. I mean, <laughs> once every 13 years. They'll get there before the Lakers, though. Hey, well, Lakers got there before you. You want to do that game. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I said before that the Warriors are never going back. True. And I believe that. Unless they get Kevin Durant, then they'll be at the next four. Like, so. Do you think... Do you think this is almost a liken to like, uh, like the Bengals, right? To where like you guys have like a real, like you guys legitimately had like obviously like had a good team. You you don't you don't get to the finals by mistake. Like I'm not going to even try and like be like, oh, you got lucky, but like you know, it was one of those things where your your team was good enough, and then things just kind of shook the right way. You know, like like even this year, like I mean, obviously you guys had that major turnaround. Like that can't be understated enough, right? But you look at like the Nets and like the Kyrie thing, right? And I, one would have to imagine if people played all their games and blah, 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 like everyone's picking them to be in the finals, right? So you do that, which that sweep cannot be understated, right? And then like even going to like playing like the Bucks where 
literally the Celtic killer just was not like he was injured. So yeah. you, you, you'd have to deal, which I mean, the Bucks are still like Giannis is still Giannis. Um, and you know, none of us, none of us believed in, uh, the heat cause we're haters. Um, and so like, I mean, you know, it's you know what's going to be wild. Like, someone brought up with the Heat. Just a little side note: they're like, even if the Heat have like an off year, like they're just always like kind of in the mix, and it's just really weird. I, that, I, God, I'm not going to say it, but that thing they say about Heat, the Heat Society, because I refuse to say the actual term. Mm. Um, it's like it's like a thing, but yeah. But I say that to say, like, do you think it was just like good enough team, right place, right time? Or is it like you, I mean, because I mean, you got yeah. Like, I mean, uh, like, you gotta look at it like you get breaks. You got you, I mean, not series breaks because like you know how many of them went to six and seven for us. Yeah. But uh, you know, you can only play who's in front of you. But you gotta imagine that most teams are gonna get better now. Maybe the Celtics got better in free agency. We'll kind of see. Um, because we'll have a, a more of a bench this year. They got Malcolm Brogdon. Mike and Roglin for like uh, like a case of clam chowder. <laughs> like like I you talk about we're gonna talk about finessing trades later, but Jesus. Oh, that was a that was a that was that was a that was a good deal. But go on, I'm sorry. No, so uh, you know, I in our private chat I compared the Celtics team to the 2011 Thunder, 2011 Thunder. 2012 Thunder, 2012 in the past, and I mean that's that's what could be happening right now. This could be that moment, you know what I mean? This could be the uh, Shaq and Penny situation. Who's you know James I mean? Harden? If you guys are the 2012 Thunder, like don't trade away Derek White. I guess is what I'm saying. Oh, he's going to try to be James. <laughs> could you, <laughs> could you like he goes? <laughs> he goes to like some he's random Draymond. Team. Right, he goes. He goes like to Indiana. I'm picking on Indiana today, and he becomes like Indiana's like what they're like all time leading scores. <laughs> like they build a statue. It's like ah, oh, we had him on our team. We yeah. let him go. Okay, no one cares about Indiana. Not even Mike Pence. No, they, um, they got a nice stadium. I will. I will say their their arena, nicest basketball arena in the NBA. I'll give them that. Um, yeah. So um, I don't know. I don't know what the stuff is going to be back. I was you know pretty down about the whole loss. Um. I thought the Celtics could pull it out, uh, but they just they just didn't. Um, mostly that falls on Jason. Is he him, Tatum? You know, is he him? Uh, somebody in this. I'm not going to point out any names, but somebody in this podcast referred to him as cosplay Kobe, and it wasn't me. It wasn't me. <laughs> I always speak for myself. But it wasn't me. Um, no. So I will say, well, so one reoccurring theme I had throughout the all the playoffs is like. Uh, and maybe it's just there's a lot of dumb basketball being played, right? And I felt like even going back to sorry, Alex, going back to the Grizz and Timberwolves series, like there's just so much dumb basketball being played. I will, like we're going to talk about the Timberwolves later. They're up by 26 points, you know. But you saw that, right? You saw a certain team in Phoenix lose by 40 points in a game seven at home okay, to but, a lesser team. Okay, uh, but not to make excuses here. Uh, but one of them did have COVID. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, listen, it look, is what it you is. You can look at the shooting stats for yourself and figure out, you can you can literally kind of figure out who, which one of them had COVID. But, yeah. I mean. Which, which is also wild in itself. He, would, they, they were, he was playing. 
and he had COVID. Doesn't Other matter. people could have gotten COVID. Doesn't matter. It's whatever. <laughs> we, what? bro, we, bro, as I'm literally texting a close friend of mine that may have COVID, we solved COVID. It's over. What are you talking about? That doesn't exist. What are you, come on. Are we, come on. <laughs> 2022. I don't know what you're talking about. What, what, we're on the monkey pox now. Um, but like, no, I mean, granted, not to make excuses, but like, you know, other star players didn't have COVID. Anyway, side note, we're, we're moving on. But what I'm saying is this, right? Like, I watched, like, and I mean, Grant, for, for largely, like, we were in the chat and we kind of, like, watched the games or at least talking throughout the whole games. And there's no surprise, no secret. I don't like Boston. Never will. Boston hater. That's me. But at the same time, I root for good basketball. And, like, you know, I'm watching it and there's things like, like, having, uh, Al Horford play drop defense on Curry. It's like, what are you, what are you doing? Because I do feel like I do feel like everything that got you guys to the finals, you guys just kind of stopped doing right. Like that, that hard nose, like muddying it up type of defense. And because I was like, man, if you guys play like that, like if you guys played the way you did against the Nets and really get in there and like our body and pushing Curry around, then then. You know, yeah, it's but, a fight, but yeah, but I mean, by that time, you know how tired people are. It's like true, so many people injured. Rob uh, playing every other game, but he Jason played, played the most minutes of like anybody, if I'm not mistaken. Like they say, Jason, I think Jason Tatum played like the most minutes, like not only in the playoffs, but like through the season or something like that. Like he, his, his, mm -hmm. I know, especially during the playoffs, like his usage rate was up there. So yeah. I mean, like it's one of those things to where, like, at the end of the day, like, listen. You made it to the finals. That like that's a success. There's a lot of the teams that don't even get there. And you know, glass half full, right? You guys are young. I'm not as hard on Tatum as you may have been, because at the end of the day, like, I mean, we we saw what other teams, right? Like, you got to like the the art of learning how to win and le learning how to make like a playoff run. I think it's something that's like over like stated, right? Like it's hard. You look at the Warriors. What other team right now in the NBA has more experience in those situations than 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 them? Like as a team, you know. And yeah. you guys are a young team. I think if I'm you, I'm like you know say what you will. Jalen Brown showed up. Like Jalen Brown. Um, I'm gonna look out the window. He got that dog in him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like my dog's outside my door. But he got that dog in him. Um, so I, I think and if you look at the East, like, you know, Nets, question mark, right? Like, maybe kind of, we don't know if they're going to be, we don't, that, like, that's a question mark. So now you start looking at, you start looking around. All right, you got, you got Philadelphia. And Joel and B is going to be there. But, I mean, they're a, they're a team that you can, you can compete with. I mean, this the the I guess the biggest scariest thing in the room is still the Bucks. Like I still think that it's probably like the best team in the East, personally. But I don't know. I, I think I think as long as you guys maintain to be a top four, top three team in the East, people like a team is going to suffer a major injury. That's just the name of the game, right? So, um, but going, I mean, you you touched on the off season. Do you like your off season moves? Uh. For the most part, I'm sad to see the war on Tice is over. Um, he'll, he'll find a way to be back on your team by like March. Don't worry. No, yeah, 100%. Brad Stevens loves that guy, and I don't really understand why. <laughs> Maybe he's just the glue guy. I don't really know. Um, so, no, um, I mean, you know, we made a move, wasn't anything 
you know, spectacular. Uh, maybe the, you know they're all in on the JD. Sorry, JD KD. That's 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 that will be the name if they team up. But maybe they're in on the KD sweepstakes. You, you know, think maybe, so? Kyrie, maybe Kyrie wants to come back to Boston. You know? Who? God, you talk about like. First of all, I don't want that. But I also, so like, I love, I, I, so <laughs> I love chaos. Like chaos is, and especially chaos in sports. And it would just be so funny to watch the backtrack. It would be. So it would be on both sides. On both sides, man. It would. You know, I know how it would play out too. It would be like you know, at the end of the day, it's all love and we're family. And sometimes you fight with your family. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, family finds its way. But it would be that whole thing, and you they would make you know, you guys would be like, you guys would yell like F Kyrie, but like in a fun way, you know, like it'd be mm-hmm. like ah, you know, that's the I love this. But also, you guys have probably paid him like $300 million or something like that. So I'm pretty sure that can make you, you know, <laughs> it's like when certain people choose certain teams, um, you know, in in the Northeast. And they're like, oh, it wasn't about the money, but they get paid the most money and, you know, whatever allegations. But yeah, no. So we touched on the Nets. Uh, so I don't know if you heard. Um, there's a little drama in Brooklyn, man. And and, and from we, gentrification. Yeah. Yep. And I can honestly say the Kevin Durant thing, like, I know people say, oh, you should be surprised. No, that like legitimately kind of like when I got the alert on my phone, I was I was aghast. I was next to Rebecca and I was like, oh, what? And she was like, what happened? I was like, sports, like sports stuff. Um, What did you think when you first got the alert? I just started laughing. (laughs) I just laughed. That, I, I mean, laughed. that's a great reaction. Like that evil cell laugh that I like to do. That's what <laughs> <laughs> and he turns and looks at the camera. There's no camera. <laughs> Big Bang character syndrome. Just like. No. Um, especially after Kyrie came back. Because, you know, when that happened, I was like, man. I'm like, damn. Why? <laughs> <laughs> but. And then KD was leaving. And I was like, oh. You can clamp up Kyrie, like Kyrie on himself. Like, come on, I'm not worried about that. I think at all, whatsoever. I'm not worried about Kyrie go- playing by himself through a series, whatsoever. I cannot express how much I could care less about Kyrie. So you know it's going to happen, right? <laughs> like Kyrie is going to just come out against us and average like 45 points. In no, he'll, no, he'll he put won't. up like 51 game, and then he'll be out by game three and we'll sweep them in five and the gentleman sweep as we call it but is go ahead so, so like i'm like i'm like i'm trying like is Kyrie Irving like i guess that'd be unfair to penny like i'm trying to figure out like a historical comparison you know like what because like you know whatever it's like he's he's the most he has the most tools than any other point guard. He's the most he's the most skilled point guard of yeah. all time. And uh, well, yeah, I was a shooting. Oh well, yeah. Uh, well, Magic. Like and yeah. and so when I hear and so I guess it goes back to that whole Hooper versus basketball player yeah. like argument. And this is not even like a knock on like Kyrie. This is more of like a knock on how people talk about basketball. Mm-hmm. I respect crossovers and be able to, you know, do all that like cool Damn stuff. It. 
yeah. like handles. Like I really respect that. But like passing is a skill. Like playmaking is a skill. Shooting mm-hmm. is a skill. He can like which he could do all that, but like and, it, and this is turning into more of me like pushing a curry agenda. Like curry can do things that no other person on the face of the planet can do. Is that not anyway? Let me just stop. What I'm saying is like put Curry on the Warriors. Does not Curry, I'm sorry. Put Kyrie on the Warriors. Say like just switch those two. Is the outcome the same? No, it's not the same. Okay. Yeah. What? No. Kyrie does not win the finals doing that. Like at all. I don't think. Like, I just and and I say this for, to be clear. Come home. Come home, Kyrie. <laughs> I I say this as somebody. Everyone's from LA, you know. know, I don't. Everyone's from LA. It's the home of basketball. It's the mecca. That's what they say. That's what they've been saying, right? He's uh, he's actually he actually grew up in New York, which is really interesting too, if you think about it. Um, Like, really interesting uh, if you think about like the things we say about people from New York and stuff. So (laughs) it may it's on brand. Um, Yeah. Not not so. It was it was funny hearing like people talk about like oh it was a hard decision for you know he really thought about when it come back to the Nets he he made thirty six million dollars that's not like when these players opt into their deals and are getting paid like forty or thirty million dollars and they're like oh re- is it is it really that hard <laughs> <laughs> forty million dollars or no dollars uh, I know what I'm picking uh, does Kyrie Irving end up on is is so let's jump into it. Are Kyrie and Kevin Durant on the Nets November first? Um, both of them. They're both on the yeah. Uh, you, we could you could break it down. You could we could do like are both no, of them? I'm, I'm and then, both, both of them are not. No, them one of not. them. One of them. Yes. All right. So just I mean, instead of us beating around the bush, how do you see this playing out? I want your perspective on it. Uh. Basically, they ship out one of them to get people that the new per- the other person might want to be around, and then that doesn't really work out. And then the last, like you know, whoever they don't trade, yeah, ends up leaving the following year. And where has Ben Simmons in all of this? Oh, I don't care. <laughs> At home, nursing his back like me. No, um, I I really don't know. Uh, I don't know. Is Ben Simmons an All Star next year? So like, I uh, you know those people that like you know like the Big Short where like you you buy and like when the stock is like really really cheap and you hope that it shoots back up. Like that's kind of me with Ben Simmons. Like I'm quietly not saying a whole bunch of slander about him because. We again, we talk about skill sets. He's a six eight point guard that can defend one through four. Yeah, and he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't have a shot, but he can also like he's one of the best playmakers in the league. He was like a finalist for defensive player of the year last year, and he can finish at the rim. And he's young, and I know the mental stuff and the back stuff or whatever, and like there's all that. This is collusion. But, but my thing is this. No, I'm I'm being serious. Like if and this is not this is not like like if we're going to take her like 
if if we're going to take a risk risk on a point guard um i don't know i'm just saying man like maybe maybe he's not what we thought he was going to be like a perennial like all-star type of player or like you know maybe he's not like first team all nba or second team like that but like at the end of the day like we talk about point guards and their inability to play defense well he can you know yeah like you talk about a like a playoff series like he could lock up trey young he could lock up like like i like i have to believe you know if say for instance like he was playing in healthy like I have to believe that he would be able to give Curry some fits, you know, like, so I, I don't know, man. I, I, what I'm saying is why, why I may not have a bunch of stock in him. Like I'm like, I'm not like, you know, I'm not on the board. I mm-hmm. do got some stock. I do definitely. He's definitely in that 401k, like the mutual fund. He's in the mutual fund of players. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm someone who had a lot of stock in him. I, I've said that we should trade Mark Smart for him and picks. At one point, so that we had a point guard. That defense would be stupid. <laughs> I mean, it's funny because Marcus Smart is literally defensive player of the year, but like, yeah, I mean, this is a couple years ago, but I was like, no, yeah, like for a point guard that can actually throw the ball around, you know, because that's kind of an underrated skill of Ben Simmons. Yeah. Um, which is weird. Because, <laughs> like, that's his so position. Good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, at this point, you know, and maybe it's the like, anti-clutch ad- agenda in me but you said it. <laughs> but i just don't it's not that i just don't care about ben simmons i was happy to get him away from joel because I, I you know of my two sons i'm gonna pick joel but you know i don't you know what he got was ultimately what he wanted and now he's gonna have to deal with whatever that looks like next year you know so this is I'm all right. I put my fantasy hat on. Um, and this is me thinking out loud. I'm thinking out like possible like Ben Simmons destinations, and I have one and it's really interesting and it might not work out. Uh, but like imagine him like on the Bucks. Did you did you just see that lineup like and you I mean, like play him at like I don't know. Play yeah. so you could have I mean, so I guess. I guess in this, I'm thinking, I imagine they would trade away Holiday, but, like, you could even keep Holiday, right? Like, yeah, yeah, you have two guys that are not great shooters, but, like, just the defensive, like, just pure wingspan of him and Giannis, plus, like, Middleton. You got three guys that can actually, like, you you got three guys that can, like, stretch their arms out and just form, like, a wall. Like mm-hmm. just form like a you gotta build the wall um across the lane and and man anyway but yeah no uh I I you know it's what you said too but with him and, and Joel like I, personally personally uh I like them together as basketball players but so much about basketball is like chemistry and you know it just it just wasn't gonna work out um and Joel really needs to be like. Like, he's a true, and I hate using this term, he's a true, like, alpha dog. Like, he's a true, like, you know, like that. He needs to be the number one. Um, Yeah, that, and, like, he's going to, like, be in people's faces. Like, he's trying to be, like, the leader over there. And I don't think he goes about it, like, in the wrong way. And Ben Simmons doesn't really, like, 
do well with that. And I mean, that's just like a personality thing. I blame that more. Honestly, I blame it more on Doc a little bit because I think that as a head coach, you got to realize like you got to you got to be able to see those two personalities and be able to 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 manage that. Right. Like you got to know like that um, Ben is not going to be receptive to like you publicly like dogging him. You know, it's one thing and I, I said from the beginning. Right. It's one thing for Joel to say that. Right. Because that's your teammate. That's the guy that's in battle. That's the guy like Joel was playing hurt last year in those playoffs i like i get where he's coming from what yeah. kind of bothered me was that coach saying it because i'm like wait a minute like you can't you as a coach can't put all of that on ben and you can't do it publicly because you like yeah no nah, that was like so yeah it'll be interesting um to see where they hand i mean because even that like whole like miami thing where like Bam and Ben can't be on the same team, but if you put Bam, like Bam to Brooklyn for like so Bam and literally all of Miami's first round picks for like the next ten years. I don't know how you would do it for <laughs> Katie for Katie and Ben Simmons. I don't know. I like that. Anyway, so yeah. Um, so, so you say you think that's a good play out. Uh, but talking about KD specifically. Yep. What is Kevin Durant's trade value? All right. So the Nets want the biggest trade ever. What does that really mean? So you have to look at Gobert and you have to look at AD. And so, you have to look at. I don't know. I think you got to look at more than that, right? Well, yeah, I'm saying like those are the those th those trades and beyond. So they have to be bigger than those trades. So you're talking like I have to pull it up. So the aid. So you're talking about players, and you're talking about unprotected. That's the keyword: unprotected first round picks. Mm -hmm. Bra. Um, and 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 in this political climate, that is, I would not advise it. <laughs> we we. So they got Malik Beasley, who um, is pretty decent. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Beverly, who... Salary dog. Yeah. Um, the pick in the draft, Jared Vanderbilt. The 2023 first-round pick, 2025 first-round pick, 2026 pick swap, 2027 first-round pick, 2029 first-round pick. So that's five. Count them. Five first-round picks. Unprotected. Unprotected. For a guy who is offensively inept. And you know, like, who is getting older. I also like to think, so you said, you said you mentioned 2029. Was that what yep. you said? Mm -hmm. So what what does Rudy Gobert look like? It, it's They're trading people who are not even born yet. They're, they are trading, they are literally trading players that are in middle school. <laughs> <laughs> like they are they are trading so that's what seven years from now yeah they traded an 11 year old <laughs> what do you mean by that <laughs> they traded so <laughs> they <laughs> traded there is some there is some poor uh, 11 year old who is just playing Roblox and he's probably in an AAU basketball tournament right now somewhere in Myrtle Beach South Carolina Right, that's just trying 
and and, and little does that listen, Jalen, Jalen Smith, whatever your name is, J, J, little Jalen, Jaden, Jaden. I hope you like Utah. <laughs> <laughs> I just I hope you like Salt Lake City. Um, uh, you know when's the, when when is the last great BYU basketball player? I hope maybe maybe you know who knows. Because um, boy, uh, don't don't eat the pizza like Michael said. Um, that oh god man. Is but Donovan, that's kind of, is Donovan Mitchell there in seven years still? Donovan Mitchell is not there in seven weeks. <laughs> Donovan <laughs> Mitchell might not be there in seven hours. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, and and and. I, you, so what do they? What do you get for KD then? Do you get do you, six? Do you get? You know, do the Suns trade the Sun? <laughs> like <laughs> so. So I saw. So I saw a potential. It was. It was a because you know everyone throws out their hypotheticals. I saw one today, and it was kind of interesting. So it was a three-team deal. I think the key. I think the most important part of this is it cannot be just a straight two-teamer. It has that you have to bring in other teams. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was. It was the Pacers, um, the Pacers and the Suns, along with the Nets, and so the Suns got. Katie, the the Pacers got um, DeAndre Ayton, right? And then the Nets got Miles Turner, Malik Bridges, and like five first round picks between, but that they they came from both the Suns and the Pacers. Yeah. So, I guess I guess so. Another thing you have to look at too is like what 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 do the Nets want to be? Right? Do they want to do a trade that they just all right we're we're trading and we're gonna immediately like be in the mix, or do you do a trade that you're like all right just we're 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 just blowing it up? You're going for we're going for full rebuild. We're going OKC, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, because. In a vacuum, like in a vacuum, if you do a trade and let's say you end up with Malik Bridges and DeAndre Ayton, right? And let's let's say you keep Kyrie and Ben Simmons. Um, like Kyrie, Malik, Ben Simmons, DeAndre Ayton. That's not a championship team, but like this is strong team. That's a, that's a, that's a good defensive team, you know. Mm-hmm. Now Again, can DeAndre Ayton and Ben Simmons be on the same team? I well, so DeAndre Ayton hasn't got his rookie extinction yet, mm-hmm. so I, I don't know how that would work out. Like technically, you know, I don't want to be like some podcasters and you know, sorry guys, <laughs> I don't know the intricacies of uh, you know, uh, contract in the NBA, but yeah, yeah no, um, so I, I don't know, man. Like, and and it's what team? So you have to be a, if you're in the KD sweepstakes, you have to be a team that's like we're going to win a championship right now right now um he has four years left on his deal and this is and this is where me and anthony like push back against each other because personally uh if i'm the nets i'm not trading him i'm just not doing it i mean at least not now like and you know you mentioned that like he could like he could sit out like we've seen but like like okay even if you sit out a year you still got three you still got three years left on your deal and i just i'm willing to play chicken with him because he's going to like it turns into the Ben Simmons thing. Do you think it'll scare 
other guys away from signing big deals like that? Uh, I think I don't necessarily. I, I, yeah, no, right. I think your first, like, you know, we saw it with like the Jaws and the Zions, where they get that big rookie extension. Like, you're going to sign that, and then I also think like the second deal as well, right? You kind of want to. It be. I mean, look at <laughs> look at the Joker. His fifth year player option is sixty million dollars. You know, yeah. Like, I think it's something to think about, but I also think a lot of guys are like. I, so you, so I, I call it the LeBron method, right? Where like I think if you are, <clears throat> I think KD should copy LeBron if he was that worried, right? I think that just sign sign a three year deal, but like a year or two years of it is a player option. So technically, it's just you know you're signing these small deals. I think the thing though with Kevin Durant in this particular situation, in order for us to work out, he had to give Brooklyn true commitment. And say like, hey, I'm here for the long call. Because the whole thing is like, he want he wanted to build something, right? He wanted to build like a thing, and so I, I you know, and it's it's weird. Like I, I said to you, me personally, the CBA is like, you know, c- coming up. I, I think I think the governors are going to. Uh, I think I think they're I think they're getting back some of what was taken away from them. And yeah, I you think, think this might a, think there's another lockout. I don't think there's a lockout because there's too much money to be made on both sides. Mm-hmm. Like at the end of the day, I I, I think, I, but I do think that at the end of the day, like the owners are going to put things in place to where, I mean, God, guys, I don't like agreeing with billionaires or trying to sympathize with billionaires. But I mean, if you spend $150 million on a player or an asset and then that asset and you're like, Hey, I got this thing for the next, five years and then after two years this you know the player's like all right i'm you know like no like you already like you know I, you know what no that doesn't the guy be and you see it time and time again i do think um with this whole nets thing i think there's a lot of blame to go around you know i think it's very easy to be like katie and Kyrie, but you know at the same in that same token a front office, and I say this as a Lakers fan. I say that, like, I know what I'm about to say, but and 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 it, and it, and it is and it is our problem as well. At the end of the day, like, team before everything, right? And you mm-hmm. got to be able to say no. You got to be able to say, listen, LeBron, I respect you, I value, but uh, we're going to trade for Buddy instead of Russ. You know, like that. That's just what we're going to do because you know, at the end of the day. The team is going to be there after the player leaves, yeah. and and it's and it's much it's much easier for a a player to put themselves in a better situation than it is a team because those like you know, granted I I, I I've said it before the Anthony Davis trade was a good trade we won a championship but those picks are gone you know like we're not getting those picks back that just is what it is the Nets have zero picks I mean they don't really I mean I. So, yeah, I, 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 so why, why do you think Kevin Durant, um, wanted to leave? Do you think it was, who, who do you think it was that pushed that? Do you think it was Kyrie? It's It's probably just a mix of everything from Kyrie to, um, the head coach to 
you know, the team owner probably because it looks like there's may have been the pushback there with the team owner, Joe Tsai, right? That's his name. Yeah. Um and probably just like a mixture of of all of that, you know. Um I know it's KD is a complex, intriguing figure, so I doubt it was something simple. You know, he seems to have like a high tolerance with things. And I think maybe he just saw, you know, maybe some of the stuff he dealt with in OKC mm-hmm. or the, you know, this thing has run its course. He's, he seems like a pretty insightful person, pretty introspective person. So, and it's, yeah, I mean, I think it's funny too because I guess, you know, like KD strikes me as like, he is the, the, he got that dog in him. He is the, hooper personified like when you look at the definition of hooper it's kevin i'm sorry i I got um first take on right now and they just had a graphic that said los angeles like l o s s and had a picture anyway i got very distracted um (laughs) it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough you talk about championship windows closing um (laughs) that thing is a little little air left um so I, I, but no, with Kevin Durant, I agree with what she said. I, I think it was a mixture of everything. Um, honestly, like I hope it works out because I don't, I don't want to see him in Phoenix. I, I mean, that. granted, granted, that's me partly being a hater, but like, yeah, him and Book are very good together. But you know, if he's in Phoenix, then Malik is gone, Aiton's gone. How how much is CP? three do you have do we have left yeah you know like so is it going to be you know are in, in in two years is it th- the same thing you know mm-hmm. um at, at, at some point you got to plant your flag yeah and i wonder where that flag gets planted um we'll see as long as it doesn't end up on the heat So, um, speaking of planting flags, there's a trade. Um, actually, you know what? You know what, Anthony? Before mm-hmm. I do this, what are you watching, Anthony? Oh, uh, what have I been watching? Yeah. Um, I've been watching a lot of Twitch streams, man. Um. Oh yeah. What game? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Waypoints. Been watching a lot of Waypoint stuff, and uh, go over this past weekend. Um, Friends at the Table, which is like a an offshoot, but. Like one of the people from Waypoint runs yeah. Friends at the Table. We're doing like a two day stream where they were donating to the um, National Network uh, Abortion Fund. That's pretty cool. So, yeah. So I watched that, donated some money. Other than that, man, I've been watching some Mad Men. I uh, started my rewatch of that. You know, I never finished that series. I don't, yeah. It's, it's free on Amazon, too. Nah, I know. Like, I, and I, I don't even know where I left off. Like, I knew it was like, because I was I was in there, but mm-hmm. I don't. But I also don't want to start from the beginning. Yeah, it's so. an interesting show to watch, like in different ages of your life, because yeah. you see different things and you hear things differently that people are saying. Yeah. Um. So it's it's uh it's been pretty interesting to rewatch that, but um, that's it, man. I haven't watched any Stranger Things, nothing like that. I saw the Minions movie. You guys, I know we talk about our group chat a lot. You guys don't understand how many minions memes have been 
in our group chat and how like however much you think a group chat that mainly comprises of like men in their late 20s would talk about minions i guarantee you it's more <laughs> whatever you think that number is it is more um and it's funny because a lot of times things start off as like a little funny joke in our group and then they just they just it turns into like a thing um uh got money got money um uh, <laughs> no but yeah no i was just saying it grew on me you know? this man Boo! Tomato! 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 tomato. <laughs> Boo! That's the podcast, guys. Um, I've been watching the best show you've never heard of, uh, and you probably have heard of it because you heard me speak from the mountaintops for all mankind. It is my favorite show. It is it, like it's so it has everything, man. It's alternate timeline right so it's like a great like what could have been so the, this this season takes place in the 90s the early 90s but like uh they're probably like they're probably like 25 or 30 years ahead of us technology wise like now but mm -hmm. like in the 90s so like they have uh it's funny because it's on apple um apple tv and so they don't they don't have an iphone but they have this thing called the the newton and so it's basically like imagine for apple imagine <laughs> if iphone came out in the 90s so it's like a little bit bigger um and it can video chat and stuff like that uh, but it's just so like it has space space uh there's alternate timeline michael jordan got drafted by the bulls in this alternate timeline they're not bought the bulls the blazers which is just really funny um john lennon doesn't get you know so it's a it's a great show what happened that guy uh, <laughs> no i gotta get apple tv man like uh, i've been, like, been wanting to watch severance I, I that's my next like i guess you would say like big show i'm going to watch mm -hmm. but i it's one of those things where i want to make sure i don't have anything else to watch but that because i know it's like a it's like a heavy watch if that makes sense yeah um yeah so i might start that next week i mean that they they did their thing so yeah no um you know it's gonna be a heavy watch what's that the panthers next year god that was such a good segue <laughs> that was such, that was i was because i was like what did you talk about a show and then he <laughs> yo yo put, put, a, put a round of applause right there Paul. um yeah no so okay i gotta say my thing about this whole thing um in a vacuum in a vacuum, this is a very good trade for the Panthers. In a va like, in it, like I would, I would go so far as to say that this is probably the like best trade that the team has conducted that I can remember. Right? Um, you trade a conditional fifth round pick in 2024 that can turn into a fourth round pick. Um, and you pay five million dollars for a for a quality <laughs> that would hurt guys if you guys can see them well no like i was trying to figure out, i was trying to figure out a the the best way to describe we'll, we'll get into it put it like this detroit paid like 30 million dollars for his uh for jared golf mm -hmm. last season um you tell me baker mayfield's better than jared goff jared goff been in the super bowl i like jared goff's play style more <laughs> uh, uh 
but Baker is probably better. Um, I like, I mean, look, look at how much Carson Wentz has been making, you know, mm-hmm. like the Joe Flacco's of the world have been making more than $5 million. We paid Cam Newton $5 million last season to play half a season, you know? Yeah. Um, so like in a vacuum, it's not bad at all. And like, I really do like it. Um, but the the spiel I've been talking about is you have to look at like the whole picture and there's the, these things aren't done in a vacuum. Um, and guys, I'm out to talk about some Panthers stuff. So just whatever. Um, so you go back to where we signed Teddy Bridgewater in uh, 2018, 2019. Um, all these seasons run together. So we signed Teddy Bridgewater three years, $60 million, right? Really good deal. Everyone's like, great bridge quarterback. We were, we are rebuilding, new coach, new owner, boom, right? So you sign him, which, um, again, Teddy, like, he is what he is. He's a great bridge quarterback. I mean, Teddy didn't have a bad year last year, right? Um, and it was funny because we're talking about, like, you know, prices of quarterbacks. $20 million for Teddy Bridgewater is not bad whatsoever, right? Um, that's why that's what makes this $5 million for Baker Mayfield that much better. Like, $5 million for Baker Mayfield is icing on the cake. But the thing is, the, the main issue is, like, we, we, tried to, we tried to cut corners. So we, you go out, you get Teddy. Um, then in that draft, we draft Derrick Brown, which Derrick Brown is not a bad player. He's not, like, all-world player. He's, he's going to be a solid starter. But the thing is, uh, Justin Herbert got drafted right before him. Like, a pick before him. So you miss out on that. Um, then uh, you just, we just started making like, then, then the next draft comes up and we like, <clears throat> we, we, we go out for Sam Darnold. We trade, we trade two picks for Sam Darnold and guarantee his contract for two years. We sign him the extension. Uh, we rock with that. We, this year, we drafted J.C. Horn, which I like, which I which I think J.C. is going to be a really, really, really good cornerback. But uh, Justin Fields is still on the board, right? And my biggest thing, my biggest thing with Carolina is the fact that ownership, but specifically Matt Rule, the head coach, is what is going to um, stop us from from being a contending team. I think Matt Rule gets you. I think the best version of Matt Rule gets you fighting for a for a wild card spot, and you're like, but you're just you're just middle of the road. And if you're going to be a coach, especially a coach that's touted on being like a culture guy, he he doesn't want to like coach up a young quarterback. He doesn't want to. He's blamed everybody. If you go back, he blamed Teddy. He blamed Cam. He blamed. Uh, ROC he blamed he blamed everyone but himself for the offensive failures and it's like at some point take responsibility um so my thing is like how long until he's taking shots at Baker and Baker is not going to respond well to that you know it, it just it just it doesn't make you make all these you're trying to cut corners and you're trying to do things like a quick and easy way when that's just not the way things work that's just not the way things work so I, I don't how do you see it from the outside looking in? Um, yeah, Matt Rule pretty inept. You know, um, 
applying pressure in the wrong places. And then if you even zoom out further than that, it gets more, you know, um, what's the word here? I guess like not problematic, but concerning. Yeah. You know, um, I don't know. Caroline has been a team that's been pretty seem has seemed pretty uh, relevant despite itself for, you know, ever since the Cam Newton era really ended. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> um, like they're kind of get they're kind of getting in their own way. And maybe that all started with the hire of Matt Rule. And it's it's I, I totally agree. And like the thing is, like if you look at our roster, we we have like like we have a talent. Like, and that's not even like a biased um thing for me to say. Like our defense, I think our defense last year was like eight on EPA or something like that. Um and um you know, we have a we have a solid top ten defense. It could fluctuate and go up and down the board. Um so like we have a good we have a good defense. And, you know, again, JC Horn got hurt. Like our defense is actually going to be better. Um make the uh, make the call for Carlos Dunlap, by the way. We were talking about signing him. Bring him in. Why why not? Um but but then I started looking at things like uh I'm gonna say something unpopular. We gotta start looking at Christian McCaffrey. And when Chris like Christian's a baller. Like he's that no like no ifs, ands, buts around it. But the thing that's concerning about him is like the injuries, man. And and th- and this is actually something I I blame. I don't blame him for. I I actually do blame um like the the front office and coaching. And it happened with it happened with uh Cam Newton. We just overuse him. You just yeah. over. You just you just over like. This man is getting touch after touch after touch, which is I get he's your best player, but the whole offense last year with Sam Donald revolved around like him Sam Donald throwing little passes to Christian McCaffrey, either like in the backfield or like, you know, three to five yards up the field, and then Christian just doing something with it on top of being, you know, the 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 number one running back. So uh, it's just it is it's concerning. Um, I think Baker, like, you know, Baker, you get you get really, really good Baker and really, really good Baker. Like it's it's fun, it's a show, it's it's electrifying, but then you get bad Baker as well, right? And bad Baker, well, you know, there's <laughs> only the, the, the Sam Darnold has thrown fifty six interceptions since two thousand eighteen. Baker Mayfield has thrown fifty two. No, no, no. Actually, reverse that. You know, they, they've they loaned the most interceptions since 2018. So, uh, also, side note, we, we drafted a, we, we traded and drafted a quarterback this year in the third round as well. Like, we got, uh, why? Like, if, why? If you, if. Yeah, there's no clear, there's no clear plan. It's it's like he's trying to save his job. And And, and, and that's what scares me the most. That's what scares me the most, that he's going to do just enough to save his job and you know maybe he's right he said it took jay-z seven years so maybe you know this is year three maybe you know a couple years you know when that eighth grader we talked about is getting drafted (laughs) by the jazz maybe that's when carolina is about to make their run maybe that's when we're you know getting jacked but 
Um, I hope it doesn't take that long. You know, I, I I look at rebuilds in a kind of an interesting light. Like, I know people don't like them, and you're like, oh, wasted. But I look at it as like you re- like how often in life do you get to like truly like reset, right? Yeah. And you get to look at the the past mistakes and life lessons that you learn, and you're like, all right, we get to reset. I know it's just sports. I mean, it's just sports. But like, that's what a rebuild is, right? Uh, you like, we did this, that. Let's do this. I mean, look at heck. Look at the Lions and their rebuild. Look at the Eagles and their rebuild, right? Like, the Eagles have two first-round picks next year. Um, they have a, like, a top-10 defense. They have an offense that has two premier receivers. Um, and you got a quarterback that maybe maybe Hurts is really good. And if he's not, guess what? You have two first-round picks next year, and you can move on from him. Yeah. You know, so I, I don't know. I, I, I'll I say this when it comes to my Sandstone Baker. At the end of the day, I just want my team to be good and I want to be, I want to win. Uh, I am neither pro nor anti-Baker. Mm-hmm. I'm going to embrace the ride, right? Because, <laughs> I mean, Baker is what Baker is, right? To me, this, whether this team succeeds or fails either this season or in the future it comes down to front office and ownership and not so much the players on the field because yeah. You, you yeah so i will say this though look watch out for baker to dj more they complement each other very well and that's going to be the thing. also side note uh stop hating on robbie I'm pro Robbie. Robbie is actually a pretty good receiver. Yeah, he had a down year last year, but the year before he had a thousand yards, and the year before that he had like eight hundred and seven hundred yards. So get off Robbie. Um, who that bear? That's all I got to say about that. Uh, you want to tell the people what you told us? Oh, oh yeah. So okay. Mm-hmm. Um, this again, hot take, hot take. Um, so I, 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 I get on, I go on the subreddits. I peruse, I peruse, I peruse the Reddits, and I go on Panthers Reddit. And there's, if you guys know me, uh, Cam Newton is my favorite Panther of all time, favorite player, right? And um, Cam Newton's not perfect at all, especially not in his podcast tour. Um, but in my mind, right? In my mind, and this is gonna come full circle. Cam Newton, however you want to cut it is like top three Panther all time, right? Like you can have Julius Pepper, you can, anyway. You may not like his like dressing or whatever, but he, to me, like he is like, we had like, like a guy and that's what makes this Baker thing. And just these post cam years so stressful because like he was MVP, but it started the year, the first year of Cam Newton, um, when he got hurt or when he didn't play the uh, the the Kyle Allen when Kyle Allen played those games and we won right and it, it I, people people Panthers fans people would be just we hey, we got we finally got a quarterback that plays the game the right way right and and that's coded language right because like. We're talking about a guy who won an MVP, right? Cam, like Cam Newton 
has more rushing touchdowns than any other quarterback of all time. Cam Newton, if I'm not mistaken, is 26 all time in rushing touchdowns for anybody. Okay. For for anybody. Okay. Um he he just uh anyway, let me stop. And so no, was, actually what I was gonna say. No, but go ahead, go, go ahead and finish. No, no. So so I was gonna go so, so I was gonna say this, right? So I say that to say this. A lot of people are very happy that Baker Mayfield is the Panthers quarterback, right? And you know, and which I get, right? You know, I, I I get it. But some of the things that are being said in the way he's being talked about in some of the comments about someone who plays like the game the right way. And finally we have like a quarterback, you know, that, you know, we can really get behind seems very coded to me. Right. And it seems like I just, I have to, God, I have to wonder if Baker's aesthetic has something to do with it. Right. Like I have, and, and like you, you have a lot of the like saying it without saying it, like a good old boy type of deal. Like, cause y'all remember, right? Carolina Panthers, our first soiree in a really good quarterbacks was Jake Delone, right? And actually, I heard I heard a podcast today said that Baker Mayfield, and this is a non-Panthers podcast, said that Baker Mayfield was uh, millennial Jake Delone, which like it's probably true. Actually, it's actually probably a really good comparison. Um, but I, I think for a lot of people. You know, even though Cam Newton was wildly successful and, you know, took this team to new heights, I think for a lot of people there was a disconnect and they couldn't get over his hats and the way he dressed and the dancing and the way he typed and stuff like that. And I think with Baker, they find a quarterback that maybe uh, looks like them, acts like them, talks like them, and is a lot more relatable to them. And they are going to be able to look past his um, faults as an actual player because they like him as an actual person. And I don't judge Baker. Like I don't. I'm not. You know. I'm not saying like ah. Oh, yeah, blah 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 blah. But yeah, that's what it is. That that's that's what I. <laughs> I I I, I uh, admittedly in our group chat I was uh, <laughs> not as uh, I was a little bit more brash in what I said. But that's yeah. That's the main point. Yep. And so everyone knows. Uh, Marquis said that if he. Um, oh oh. If Baker, Mayfield, if Baker Mayfield wins a playoff game, he will buy a Baker Mayfield jersey. In the same color as the Cam Newton jersey that he has. No, I so I have a I have a black Cam Newton jersey. Okay. I have a black one, but I'll get a white Baker Mayfield jersey. Um, maybe black maybe the close, maybe the maybe the close second. Maybe we'll start a GoFundMe. They can. <laughs> um, Baker Mayfield. Baker, <laughs> Baker Mayfield wins the Super Bowl. I will get one of the like the you know the embroidered jerseys. Yeah. Like, expensive. <laughs> Jesus, man. And, and, and I mean, at the end of the day, right, man? At the end of the day, you just want to win, right? I, oh, 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 uh, best. Oh, we win a Super Bowl. Best believe I am. Oh, no, I'm. Yeah. I always believed in Baker. I, you know, back in OU. Back in OU. I'm in that video of him dancing or whatever. That's going to yeah. be me. Like, you know, um, I, I I just want the team to be good, man. Like, I just want to, like, I, I, I'm, listen. Hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully I'm wrong about rule. But all I'm saying is Brian Flores is right there. Literally right there. We'll see. Yeah, man. Anything else you want to add? Anything else? How you been doing? Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm doing all right. 
Uh, I was going to add some things at the end here. All right, go right ahead. Floor is um, yours. <laughs> no, so I just want to say uh, sorry about the uh, long absence here. Um, as Marquis said in an in Instagram story, that you know we've been trying to take care of things on the on the side here. Um, I just want to say, uh, you know, check on your friends, check on people, talk to them, hit them up, uh, reach out to people, and let people reach out to you. You know, because uh, you never know what's going on. And uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's what I was going to say. Especially check on them if they make trades for anyway. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, so yeah. Uh, yeah, sorry about the break, but guys, uh, we just, you know, life happens and yeah. we got a, we had a lot of life happening these past few weeks. Um, but we're back. Also, I think these are like a dog days of summer. Um, we can only talk about, um uh, <laughs> so much um <laughs> we have some interesting things coming up uh i was i'm just talking out loud now but like we're really big in the fantasy football and i'm throwing this out here really early uh i uh want to start a guillotine league and if you don't know what that is let me explain real quick basically 18 teams play um whoever comes in last like whoever scores the least amount of points each week that team is eliminated you're just out the league and then all your players go into free agency if you're interested in that, message us. I would yeah. I would love to be more interactive with the people that actually listen to the podcast and stuff or like that. Or if you want to do like a, a fantasy football league for yeah. a close second period, yeah. let us know. Oh, close second keepers league? <laughs> and then close second gets a little, you know what? We got, we got some stuff to talk about. But yeah, um, I am in a fantasy baseball league and it is going awful. It is going I, my players are a lot of my players are injured. I I don't I don't want to release them because like they're good players. I don't know, bro. It is going so bad. Bryce I, Bryce Harper's on my team. His oh, hand wow. just yeah no exactly. He doesn't have a thumb. Um, <laughs> it's just so uh I yeah no shout out to uh you know Jose and them for talking me into this uh travesty. But yeah, it is. Oh, also, uh, go Yankees. Yeah. I don't know if you looked at the standings, Anthony. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go Yankees. All right, guys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you can find us at a close second pod at, on Instagram and Twitter. You'll find me at Facebook. Wave. Um, yeah. Find me at MK Wills. Everything. Um, I might just change it to uh, go Yankees. But anyway, talk to you guys later. Bye. I'm a man. 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 I'm a